This is the Flying Lion, Marcus Lewis, and you're listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the new, new show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio. With me is my my news journalist colleague, one. That's putting it loosely. And only. Michael Vergara. How are you today? I'm okay. You know, I just had that, had just finished a, Beautiful Friday a cup morning. of tea. Uh, You're all about the tea lately. Yeah, it's... Did we talk? I feel like we talked about this. We <laughs> talked about show. it yesterday on the B show. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, you're, you're a tea drinker now. That's cool. No, it's, it's mostly because I had coffee this morning, and you know, I, I didn't want any. I didn't want to put any more chemicals in my body, so I might as well just put like flavored water. That's warm. warm? I swear, I, I feel like that I'm, sounds I, so British. Like we that. had the same exact conversation I, yesterday. I want, I want warm flavored water put in my body. I do not want. It's better than chemi- drinking that mud stuff, you know. Ew. That stuff, it, it, you put the water. It I mean warm. Like, coffee's like warm flavored water. No, I mean, it, oh, if you think about how it's made, yeah. Okay, it's just like coffee that's infused. It's like essentially the same. It's just different. It's just different effect. You know, it's a different you'll get thing. wired. I, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to maintain. I'm trying to uh, tweak, a, a bro. Mo- like no, I'm trying to have a sense of zen. You might add. Nah, dude, I'm trying to get as as caffeinated as possible. I'm trying to be as much in control with my words as much as possible. Because you never know, you might say something in a wrestling podcast and have an entire locker room just dogpile on you for it. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck can I say to offend anyone? You I'm said kidding. the F word. I'm offended right now. I'm kidding. Uh, but, you know, this is City Wrestling Radio where we try not to offend anyone. No, I'm kidding. We're, we're can we just talk about that? Well, before we get into it, let's... Okay. Uh, uh, don't forget, you could find this in all of our shows. The new news show, The B Show... The Raw Review and Smack It and all of our prediction addictions, hangover shows, which are recap and review shows of pay-per-views and big shows at soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio. Oh also Twitter or also Stitcher, Castbox, um, uh, Stitcher, Google and iTunes. Every fine I or what what do you what what? No, keep going. Okay, like I'm just like, what's going on over there? Any fine podcast delivery applications? Look for us. Hopefully, you'll find us there. Yeah. If not, follow us on social media. Comment, like, share, subscribe. We want to hear from you guys. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at CWR four one five. That's at CWR four one five. But as you were saying earlier, uh, we all say stupid stuff, don't we? Yeah, we. You know, I'm. We are not above being complete saints on this show. I think I'm confident in saying that. Um, if I have said anything, like, you know, if well, I, I mean, if, okay, look, if I have said anything, please just leave a comment. You know, we, we do our best to maintain at least a certain sense of decorum and we know, we know what is decent and we know, right. we know where to like draw the line in terms of, we try, we, tr- we always try, but we're going to say stupid and shit we, and we, Yeah. Because just do the fact that we try to keep ourselves entertaining, not only, not just for you guys, but for us as well. Yeah. And sometimes we do kind of straddle the line sometimes. I remember making a really bad comment about sand in Saudi Arabia and just thought, <laughs> I su- yeah. like even like yeah. I must say, like if you list, caught wind of that, I, yeah, you did say that. I totally, I am totally unapologetically sorry for that. It's just something that instantly came up to my mind. I mean, it's not, it's okay. 
But the reason I'm you're digging so- a hole now. Yeah, now <laughs> you're digging yourself in a hole. But the reason you're saying that is because uh, um, Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Newsletter. We always call him Uncle Meltzer because Uncle that's what Melzi. the young, because that's what the young bucks. Call this is him. something. This is something. Uh, did, wait, do they really? Uncle. Yep. Oh, see, I was just calling him Uncle Meltzer to call so, him Uncle Meltzer, but this is something an uncle an yeah. uncle would do. And the reason why you saw me with like a, a, a shocked expression on my face is because I'm just going off of the story of Peyton Royce hitting back at body shaming Dave Meltzer, and I'm reading this off the BBC News website. The fact that this reached all the way to the BBC News across the pond, they might say. But what 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 reached the? What, what are you talking about? So, uh. Peyton Royce, mm-hmm. WWE, okay. one half of the Iconics. Very attractive individual, by the way. Good-looking young lady, I, yeah. Well, I would say so. Some might say the most attractive-looking person. I know Ty Dillinger thinks so. I, well, because and you know, you know, For real? That's the rumor I heard. Oh, well, you know what? It, true or not. Well, if it's true, good Apparently, for them. Apparently, yeah, he, he, he was mad at Meltzer, too, the, the rumor I heard, too. Who wasn't mad at Meltzer? Anyways. Yes, Peyton Royce, uh, one half of the Iconics. She tweets out this excerpt from Dave Meltzer... Pretty much saying that I don't, want, I can't play it from here. It was just a video. It was, it was a screenshotted video clip. You know how you can record screenshots, right? You know, you can record videos off your iPhone and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she recorded a, or yeah, she got like this excerpt from this Wrestling Observer newsletter where Dave Meltzer more or less said it was on Wrestling Observer Live, or yeah, Wrestling yeah. Observer was it live or was it on radio? Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling Observer, Observer Radio, right. where Dave thing. Meltzer said that. Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez. He pretty much kind of said, and he said this like, oh, like he was he was walking on eggshells while saying this when he said, uh, he uh, Peyton Royce, like she's an attri- she's an exceeding she's an attractive individual, but to me, I thought she looked a little bit lighter in NXT, and like you know, I I I'm only paraphrasing because he was saying it, he was saying it like he knew he was gonna get in trouble for what he was about to say, and he was trying to think he was trying i could see him thinking he, he was being very particular with his words but he fucked up anyway yeah uh you know like he did go on to say that this is uh, he does feel like wwe is an environment where the fe- some of the females there would feel pressured into getting um boob in- or uh, breast enhancement yeah um he says you know because it is a lot of things that he's seen a lot of um the female athletes do in the past um that are in wwe and he uh, said man call he thought but he didn't want to completely say and that. in that like excerpt the the one that like got dave in trouble he uh, did make a point by saying like not to say she's attractive now because oh oh yeah uh, you know it's just, you know you know dave Meltzer. he's um He's a bit on the older side. He, whenever he makes statements like that, I'm not, I'm not, you know, excusing him. Like, oh, that's just Uncle Dave being Uncle Dave. He fucked up, and he know he knew he fucked up. Yeah, but what did uh, what did Peyton Royce say? Peyton Royce, she tweeted. So, what would you have me do, Dave? Okay, I feel like I'm making light of the situation by doing an impersonation of her. So, what do you, what would you have me do, Dave? Starve myself? So, and Dave. Then, and then there was three emojis where it's the, what's this emoji where there's three like, is her mind blown or something? Yeah, like three mind-blown emojis. Three mind-blown emojis. This is how nightmares for young women start. The females in your life must be proud. So, and he, he, he did... Uh, the, oh, sorry, go on. He was, Yeah. So her... And I'm just going to read off this BBC.com article. Uh, her comment sparked a series of tweets from fellow wrestlers eager to share their support. WWE Hall of Famer Beth Copeland said the situation... Beth quote, Phoenix. Yes, Beth Phoenix. Also known as Beth Phoenix, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Quote-unquote, makes me sick. Uh, and later tweeted her hope that it would highlight body shaming. 
Uh, Seth Rollins also tweeted out just that kind of negative six stars, Dave. Dave, what are you doing, Dave? Um, and then Renee Young, uh, she was super smolten. She was super mad. She tweeted, what a true piece of sweltering hot garbage. You're an angel too good for this earth. He'd be lucky if you gave him the time of day, which you would, because you're also a great person. Love you, girl. Let's get set better examples. And there was another tweet with Drake Maverick, 205 Live uh, GM. He uh, tweeted, he tweeted, I I don't know whether, I don't really remember because I don't have the tweet on me right now, but it was a picture of a Peyton Royce selfie and he, it was the six star emojis. You know how the star emojis? He just yeah. did it six times. Yeah. And so this, I, I get that they're upset. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I see why. Well, for it's the just, no, it's just okay. like, I'm not, in, I'm not entirely behind this entire dogpiling of Dave Meltzer because he, uh, like, he owns up to his word, like 1,000%. You're right. Meltzer this morning got on uh, wrestling. He was on Wrestling Observer Radio or Wrestling Observer Live, whatever. I think I said it's the same shit. Um, But he did go on. The first thing they talked about was the whole Peyton Rice situation. And he talked for about 40 minutes about how he felt really bad about it and that everyone dogpiling him. Like he deserves it. um, And he hopes that he will be. um, He like he was glad that Peyton Rice sent that out because um, hopefully that if something stupid that he said will shine light to body shaming then you know then all in all he's not saying it was a good thing but hopefully there could be a positive outcome from this it's, yeah um but yeah he just went on and on about how he just felt really bad about the whole and situation the reason why i'm just not like as much of a big fan as dogpiling on this is because these wwe performers these guys become apolitical they try to be as apolitical as possible mm-hmm no matter what, because that's like that's a company mantra and everything. And then as soon as you get Dave Meltzer, who is you know, no matter how much we admit, it, is a bit of a polarizing figure within the wrestling wrestling you know ins and outs. Like you got some people who are just not fans of him because oh he's you know dirt sheets blah blah blah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think they're harping on him for that. Like I legit think he said something and he fucked up and he shouldn't have said it because we do live in an era where words carry more weight. Yeah, exactly. And um, I'm not sitting here saying that, you know, Melter deserves to be banished or anything. No, he deserves a slap on a slap on the hand, just like he did with the tweets. That that's as far as he, I think it should go. He, he tweeted, okay, so Tyler Breeze, which he went on a tear. Um, he tweeted at Dave Meltzer saying, it's not about me, Dave. Your voice carries weight. Make it positive. And Dave Meltzer responded, I would love to. That's why I thanked her for the post. And hope we can all learn from my mistake. But yes, it is my mistake. Not passing any bucks nor making any excuses for it. I've learned and hope others can learn from my mistake. Uh, but yeah, That's it's selfish. I, his mistake. No I'm kidding. I just hope you know everybody kind of just more or less moves on from it. Um, it's not to say that he. It's not. There's move on from it, but also like let, let's realize that like. Body shaming is a thing, and it definitely is a thing. But it's also, it's hard to talk about. It's hard to talk about body shaming because, I, you know, I I say this all the time. It's a cosmetic industry where looks matter way more than actual talent. It's in WWE, mm-hmm. and um, I mean these guys work for a company where the and Meltzer main- has gone on to mention things about male bodies. Yeah, all the time. Yes, and but then like this is a company uh-huh. where. The main boss had to can be con- the only way to convince him. The the only way to convince Vince to hire <sighs> Gail Kim, it was that Jr. had to tell Vince that there was an audience for Asian pornography. 
Oh, really? Wait, really? That's that's that is what the rumor. JR that said. A, no, that's not a rumor. That's what Jr. said. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of a rumor at that point. I mean, it's something. I, mean, I don't think Jr. would lie, but I don't think Jr. would lie. Something about that. The fact that there would be, and you also got that whole Saudi Arabia thing where you're denying pretty much every woman a paycheck for that one event to be given like what a hundred thousand dollars. Stephanie McMahon um, created women's wrestling. And it was an ugly situation. I hope, I hope we all just kind of learn from it. I, I, I definitely see Dave Meltzer learning from it. Learn and move on and grow. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, should is Dave Meltzer just completely blackballed within the industry? No, within the WWE locker? no, like is, no. Is he is his career ruined from this? I don't think so. What are they going to do? Ban people from not going on their show? They already don't let people go on their show. I mean, WWE. You, I mean, performers. they could just have. Well, that is true. Dave, I mean, Dave Meltzer, he would... You, you ever hear Dave Meltzer talk, like, in the Triple H conference calls? You ever listen to those Triple H conference calls? No, I want, I want to listen to the last one. They have them... Yeah, they have them out there. Well, like, how do we get on those? I don't... I, I, you know, I'd be too nervous, dude. But... Hi, hi. It's crazy. Hi. Like, it's crazy hearing Triple H talk to Dave Meltzer, and they and they sound like they know each other for years, because they probably hey, Dave, do. Dave, how you doing? Because they probably do, and they know, like, who Dave Meltzer is, and... Well, yeah, Vince knew Vince knew. Vince Meltzer talks to Dave Meltzer all the time. Yeah. Like, to watch the freaking... Uh, what is it? Uh, who's that one guy? The talk show? It was his talk show, and then it's literally Vince McMahon and Dave Meltzer sitting next to each other in 1992, and you got Dave Meltzer with a... Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, about the steroid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Dave Meltzer fucked up, and he knows he fucked up, mm-hmm. and that's that. Let's uh, let's move on from He's that. very ap- apologetic about it. Yeah, let's move on from that, uh, but let's, let's move on to some more, uh, some more sad news this week. Yes. Um, probably we started the week with sad news. Probably our headline this week. Uh, uh, Monday morning, we learned the passing of Jim the Anvil Neidhart, who passed away at the the age of 63 years young, um, you know, according to TMZ, you know, Anvil was, uh, Jimmy Anvil Neidhart was a big, um, big time wrestler in the eighties. Kind of one of the main vocal points of like, one of the things I remember about growing up and watching wrestling was the Hart foundation. Um, him and Bret Hart and Jimmy Hart were all paired together. Um, he did also hold a world, was it like the California high school record for what was it? Shot put. Shot. What is that? It's um, it's where you uh, is that get the this, ball. It's the it's a really iron ball, and you rest yeah, it on okay, your shoulder. That thing. Yeah, and then you, you twirl like, around, twirl. and then yeah. There's an episode of Total Divas where uh, Jim the Anvil Neidhart would teach Lana how to do shot put in their fucking front yard where their car is. Guess what the hell happened? It's like the right. I mean, again, it's a scripted show, so of course it's gonna happen. Yeah, like a freaking the shot put goes through Natty's window. No, it definitely does. I forgot the outcome of it. I only saw a clip of it. Um, but uh, this week, the passing of Jim the Anvil Neidhart, um, you know, it was really kind of shocking when I saw his picture. But according to TMZ, TMZ.com, uh, Neidhart's wife, uh, Elizabeth, uh, told the investigators that on August 13th, 2018, Jim was having problems sleeping, got out of bed to adjust the thermostat in the middle of the night. Um, Ellie, who is, you know, his wife, Elizabeth, uh, then said that Neidhart... Brother of, I mean, sister of Bret Hart. Bret Hart's sister, yeah, went to touch it. And he turned weirdly, quote unquote, as he as if he was about to dance, and then fell on the fell on the wall and ground. She immediately called nine one one, believing that he had a seizure, um, something he has been taking medication for. Nightheart had a four inch gash on his face when EMT EMTs oh, arrived. Um, later, he died um, at the age of sixty three, according to the Pasco County Sheriff's Office. 
the fall was the cause of death. And Jesus. The, at the time of the death, he uh, had an early onset Alzheimer's disease. Man. Yeah, dude. That just uh, so unfortunate. Boy. It's 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 just not a good combination, you know. At sixty three years old, too. Yeah. And I, it, yeah. And it's like um, he was always my, one of my favorite characters on Total Divas. He was just you know the, the like the weird dad. Yeah, of course. Natty was always like you know the dorky daughter. I don't know. They were always like the dorky like father daughter duo. But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Bret Hart. Uh, he, uh, you know, he had a st- he had his stints in several other companies. He had a, you know, as soon as Bret Hart left WWF, he went to WCW with Bret Hart. They, and I, I wouldn't say they had the Hart Foundation, but then Bret Hart, Bret Hart was obviously on his own on that one. But I think it was uh, Brian, he just went from places to places. Brian really. Alvarez asked him, or somebody asked him on a show on one of the uh, podcasts back in the day, like how how was your time at WCW? And he said, I loved it. I never got paid so much money for doing nothing. Well, of course, that's pretty funny. Of course, uh, uh, but Natalia tweeted out earlier this week uh, a statement saying, "I can put in the words how hard it is going to be for myself and our family to say goodbye to my dad. He meant the world to us, and nothing will ever replace the special times we shared together as a family. My dad was always a fighter and an incredible, incredibly special person. There was no one like him. I was just gonna miss him so much. I'm just gonna miss him so much. We are going to hold all <coughs> all of the moments we had." with him close to our hearts forever and never let them go. I promise to keep your memory alive. We love you so much, Daddy. On behalf of the entire family, we would also like to personally thank everyone for the outpouring of thoughts and prayers. It has meant so much to us. So yeah, you know, like we, you know, we send our condolences out to the Nightheart family. And of course. Of course. Natalia and TJ and, yeah. you know, Elizabeth Hart and... Even Bret Hart, you know, everyone's sending out those pictures earlier this week of the Hart Foundation where it's uh, everyone. He's the only one. He's really the only one left. About how everyone in the picture would be like um, gray or blacked out, and he was the only one of left. Of course. Yeah. It's just, it's depressing, man. Especially for him, man. He's going, he had cancer too, and. He survived it. He went through so much crap in his life. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can't, I don't, yeah, I yeah. can't agree with you more. Yeah. Some might say, like, that's. You know, you always have Bret Hart having that reputation of being like super bitter and just being that old cranky old man. But that dude deserves every single, every single notch. Mm-hmm. Every he has every single reason why he would feel that way. Yeah. In my opinion, you know, there are some people where he's like, oh, he takes himself too seriously. But you know, well, not you to know. you know divert the conversation into Bret Hart, but yeah, he's all that's left now. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate. Rest in peace, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. He was always, you know, he. He meant a lot. You can tell he really did mean a lot to Bret Hart's career because he was a very good talker. He was the talker for that, for that, um, for that team, and he complimented Him and Jimmy Hart. Yeah, yeah, he complimented that team very well because he would always be like the wrecking ball of the crew. He as to Bret's technical yeah. Marvel stuff. You yeah. Know? R.I.P. Jim Neidhart. R.I.P. Jim Neidhart. Miss you. Let's move on uh, news. Let's let's get some uh, let's get on the lighter side of the news. I, what's something I can look forward to, Michael? Video games. You video like video game? games? What? Crash Bandicoot Five coming out? No. Oh. What? Uh, Super Mario Brothers Ten? No. Okay. WWE Two K Nineteen. Oh, that's right. This is a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Okay. WWE Two K Nineteen. Okay. Good. I I, I you actually, like wrestling video games. Okay. There. It's pre-ordered. Nice. Nice. So, uh, once you pre well, congratul- I- congratulations, Corey. You pre-ordered WWE 2K19. You know what you get? What do I get? You get Ronda Rousey and you get Rey Mysterio. Like, are they coming here to, to deliver the game? No, just in the game. Not Ronda Rousey Aww. herself saying, hey, 
You want WWE 2K19? Then just take it. Take it. Do it. Or you get Rey Mysterio, and he'll just <laughs> knock on your door. And then as soon as you open the door, you who's see, that? No, you, no, you see. Uh, no, as soon as you open the door, you see nothing. But they then pop. you go, and but then you tilt your head down a little bit. You see Rey Mysterio. Oh, I thought like, he's gonna pop to the floor. Like, hey, man, you want WWE 2K19? I because I'm in it, man. I, I thought he'd be very like, like jumping out of the floor, like face paint and all. Like under you took the mask. a picture with Rey Mysterio once, right? No, I didn't. No. Well, did you at least go to the meet and greet of that APW show? Did you do anything? Of that? I, I heard the meet and greet was cut short. I was like, okay, Rey Mysterio has got to go because now. he you was guys no say goodbye, everybody. Well, so what it was is I don't know, if it's, but what I heard is that since he showed up way late, they had to pay a lot more for the cow house to hold the the venue open later. Oh, that's bullshit. And because they were there for so long, they were doing the meet and greet afterwards. They were yeah, they couldn't really do it. But uh, that's not all. Um, you don't have to pre-order this, but WWE 2K19, one of the new things they recently announced as early as, I'm going to say yesterday, uh, was they Thursday? announced... On Thursday? Yeah. No, okay. no, 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 no. Wednesday. Oh, okay. Yes, Wednesday. Uh, they announced this on Wednesday because he had Daniel Bryan... They were The return of two, the 2K Showcase. Yeah. If you don't know what 2K Showcase is, it's pretty much like WWE it's like a story 2K. mode. It's pretty much story mode where you have to complete objectives, play that... Play the game in order to complete so objectives. You go through old storylines. Yeah, it's all much. these. Yeah, it's all these. It's a retrospective. It's a showcase, of course. And the main showcase mode of this is called the Return of Daniel Bryan, which chronicles the entire career starting from his 2003 match with John, with John Cena in Velocity, where he just had the white trunks and John Cena with the yellow cargo long pants. And his name, you know who is, what his name is in that Velocity match? What? Brian Danielson. Oh, yeah. Brian yeah. Danielson is in a WWE 2K19 game. And um, I'm just going to read off the bullet points here from this IGN.com article. Yeah, um, go for it. Yeah, the return of Daniel Bryan features 15 Daniel Bryan video interview packages with a combined runtime of more than 25 minutes, 20 story-centric video cutscenes, 25 minutes. That's eh, not enough, man. Uh, 20 story-centric video cutscenes, 11 historical matches, along with one surprise match for a total of 12 matches, nine historic arenas, including Velocity and WrestleMania 30, 11 different Daniel Bryan character models. Oh, my God. That's a lot of Daniel Bryan, with each having unique appearances and movesets, eight new entrances, and 11 new victory scenes. So, you know me. I'm a big Daniel Bryan fan. But you, might, but you might also know that I am not a big WWE 2K games fan. I always think they're broken. They're super stiff, always glitchy. Uh, they feel like crap. It's like you're. It's like, <coughs> excuse me. It's like they're wrestling in space. They they have they screw up the graphics all the time. They're never on time in terms of keeping up to date with the wrestlers. It just feels terrible. It's always like wonky and yeah. That being said, with this Daniel Bryan mode, I think this is gonna be the greatest game of all time. <laughs> Did you pre-order it yet? Of course not. I don't need. I don't need to pre-order to get. Don't uh, need to pre-order. Stinky order. Yeah, eleven different Daniel Bryan's. Like as much of a Daniel Bryan mark um, as I am. Can you think of eleven different Daniel Bryan's throughout his entire WWE career? No, you got I Velocity can't. Daniel Bryan. Yeah, white short, white trunks. You got white. You got Bryan Danielson. Uh, the American Dragon NXT. Okay, yeah, you got American Dragon NXT. You get. U.S. title run Daniel Bryan. You get no Daniel Bryan. No, I think you get... Honestly, I feel like you get pre-no Daniel Bryan. You get beginning of yes Daniel Bryan, where he's about to... Pre-Sheamus, 18 seconds. Pre-18 seconds Daniel Bryan. 
18 seconds, Daniel Bryan. I'm, I'm Wait, is AJ Lee going to be in the game? Of course not. So, um, maybe. I don't know. But uh, I'm counting down, by the way. I'm at five, so number six. So I said... So you're counting se- up. Not so down. 18 seconds, Daniel Bryan is at number five. Number six, uh, Team Hell No. Number seven would probably be... What's after Team Hell No? Daniel Bryan 2013, Summer yeah. Summer of Bryan. And then you summer get... Summer Bryan. That, hey, 2013 was a There was a Summer year. of Punk. There was no Summer of Bryan. Okay. There, what are you talking about? What, is it, so it's summer Slam 2013. Summer of Brock? Probably. Uh, and then you get Royal Rumble. <laughs> you get you get White Family, Brian. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll get that. Um, you, get, you get Long-Haired Brian. Hey, Brian, man, let's go. Okay, now, now, now that I've chronicled the WWE, the illustrious WWE career of Daniel Bryan, I'm pretty sure there's that. That's I'm pretty sure you. If they said they have eleven Daniel Bryans, they have eleven Daniel Bryans. Yeah. Well, um, what is your favorite Daniel Bryan? Um, I have a clear and cut favorite one, by the way. I, um, I mean, I'm just gonna be generic and be, uh, you know, the uh, Occupy Raw Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. The one where uh, there is uh, there is there are screenshots and videos out there. Where Daniel Bryan is facing Triple H and he has the Band-Aid. He's bandaged up yeah. at the WrestleMania 31. Ooh. Um, but yeah, that is uh, that is awfully, that is a sure sign that Daniel Bryan will probably re-sign with the WWE. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because Keep I'm going, going to pull up an excerpt from the Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast interview that Daniel Bryan had with one Sam Roberts. And I quote from the article mm-hmm. of one wrestling observer by one Brian Alvarez or Dave Meltzer. doesn't really say who. Uh, Brian, I was asked if the chances are highly likely that he would sign with WWE. Wait, He's, Brian Alvarez asked I'm, Daniel I'm, Bryan I'm, I'm, on I'm the citing, I'm citing a wrestling observer excerpt of the Sam Roberts Oh, okay, wrestling. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, Brian okay. was asked if the chances are highly... Brian was asked if the chances are highly likely that he would sign with WWE. He said... And I quote, I think at this point it's 90 plus percent. I will say it's likely I will sign with WWE, end quote. He added, and I quote, the reality is that that's the probability. I have not re-signed yet, but it could happen as soon as the end of this week or it could be a couple more weeks. It's very likely, unquote. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he said 90 percent. There's always that 10 percent. No, dude. Um, he has a kid. He has a wife. He wants his wife. He has a kid. He wants that schedule. Yeah. He's probably going to go going to be getting that schedule because mm-hmm. they want that schedule because they don't want to be responsible for Daniel Bryan dying in the ring. Yeah. Uh, so so much for my smart fantasy of Omega. I mean, not Omega. Okada versus Daniel Bryan at MSG. Um, I mean, we'll probably get Omega Bryan. Probably get AJ Styles versus Bryan. I just see this is the thing. This is why I kind of want to get rid of this Miz business. Miz this. The Miz business, where like after he's done with this whole Miz program, I just want to see him face people that you know that people normally wouldn't expect. I mean, I said that with Big Cass. <laughs> Remember that? I mean, I, I want to see him against Andrade Cien Almas. This is an eight-year buildup, though, Michael. So this is this is long-term storyline at its best. It, but then long-term booking. Look, it's a story. It's a great story, but it's just the performer in the Miz just doesn't. It, it's not exactly generating the level of excitement. And you know what's really funny? Though all those clips, though this this past SmackDown, it really just all like the Miz and Daniel Bryan stuff. It really just showed us how like WWE had something 
Like Miz or Brian was O and ten when he first started in NXT. Yeah. So it just really showed how down WWE really was on him. They they honestly they he just looked like the uh, he was pretty much an example. Yeah, and then you'd have Talking Smack where it showed something that WWE something really cool they had, and then they just gave up on it. It just it just showed us all the stuff. That you know what? Do, do you, like Corey, they don't. What's up? They don't think about what's what's within the next three months. This shit just happens by coincidence. Ah. And then as soon as they realize it, they just go with it. Okay, what if Vince asked Like, all there three? was 0%. Ch- had Punk not leave WWE, had, had Punk not walk out of WWE, we would be seeing Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus, dude. Um, and they would just, it just, it, it was, it's all about cards falling into place. They, as much as they want to craft the narrative of them knowing that, you know, this crafted storyline all along, like you, you ever watched that table for t- three interview, like the table for Which three one? special with JBL road dog and whoever the fuck else. No. And they talked about Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania 30. It's like, what a great story it is. People just had to be patient, but people were seething at the mouth it's like they pretend that they know so much when really like you guys you guys ain't shit you just like you really this was this all just fell into your plate and like the the audience just had literally had to like beat you over the head with it because we can write a better story than you guys i mean what do you um, i don't know like you can you can chalk it off to them actually i don't know i i'm not giving the writers any credit whatsoever in terms of the popularity of Daniel Bryan. Yeah. It was it was all in a matter of okay, you want it, you got it, yeah. and then that's really it. Yeah. I mean, they did you know he they they did write Summer of Bryan 2013, but having that happen and then leading to fucking Sheamus at WrestleMania 30, like that's just that's just stupid booking. Yeah, but that's that was a long time ago. That's five years ago. Yeah, that's five years ago to this day, actually. Really? Um, when was SummerSlam 2013? Oh. Let's move on. Check into that. Let's move on. Uh, you mentioned uh, you get pre-order Rey Mysterio, right? When you order 2K19, right? Holy shit. It's um, August 18th, 2013. Oh, that's tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Five years ago, Daniel, wow. the, I bought that pay-per-view with my own money. Back when it was $50. Back when it was $60. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? That's six months of the WWE Network. Yeah, uh, but we were talking a little bit about Rey Mysterio a little bit earlier when you said you get him as a pre-order bonus for 2K19, right? Yeah, uh, a, a number one number has a number one shot of being the greatest game ever made. Yeah, so uh, but there's With a little, bit, Daniel little bit more news on Rey Mysterio this week. Uh, news that he could be possibly heading back to WWE sooner rather than later, even though he is working all in on um, on September 1st, which is creeping up, by the way. Yeah, it's a couple weeks away. Are we yeah, are we going to do anything for that? I don't want to pay money for it. We'll figure something out. Uh, <laughs> Rey Mysterio, like I said, possibly heading back to WWE sometime soon because Northwest Wrestling, or Northeast Wrestling, I'm sorry, uh, completely different than Northwest. Um, they uh, put a tweet out earlier this week. They had a scheduled uh, Rey Mysterio appearance on 8-24, August 24th. Uh, but earlier this week, Northeast Wrestling sent out this tweet. It says, unfortunately, due to an um, con- upcoming contractual situation with WWE, Rey Mysterio I is do unable it, to appear on Friday, August 24th. If you purchased a meet and greet ticket, you will be refunded or be able to use it towards other meet and greets with other stars. Um, so I mean, what's, uh, what's the obligation, do you think? Why is he pulling from shows? This is a Friday, August 24th, so it's a week from today. Um, what 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 is a week from today? Nothing. SummerSlam's this weekend, but 
what's a week from I today? Can't, I think it's just it was just a date that they just agreed upon, I guess. You think from there on out? But then he's doing so all he in. So he can't so but he's still doing all in. Yeah. Um maybe he just has a meeting. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Hey, well, I don't wants, know. Vince what, wants to see me, man. What you can know? you do with Rey Mysterio in 2019 or 18 at this point? Shot him out with the big show. I don't know. Making him an ambassador. Exactly. You know, like yeah. as great as shape that he looks, maybe he'll get him. Maybe he'll be in that Jeff Hardy role. Where he gets his ear just stretched open. No, but then he'll have a cut. He'll, you know, he'll be get, he'll be put over. Mm hmm. A number of times to a point where he, he'll look credible, and then he'll put other people over. Like, what if? Can you imagine an Andrade Cien Almas versus uh, Rey Mysterio? El idolo. Or it's, it's super unfortunate that like they didn't like we're not going to see Okada versus Rey Mysterio. Well, anymore. Cien Almas, um, you know, and him and Rey Mysterio, they were tweeting out during the Royal Rumble weekend that whole like, wouldn't it be great to see a new LWO faction with Andrade? Um, it was like. Grand Metalik, Kalisto, Rey Mysterio. I mean, they would have to be face because Rey Mysterio is never going to be heel. Oh, whatever. Yeah, sure. But it would be great. And you, can, you can have the team and have CN kind of be like a borderline heel. Like You're uh, taking it too far, Andrade. That's not what I taught like you. Tweener, like Tranquilo, yeah. man. Tranquilo. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, inter it's interesting to see what's going to happen with Rey Mysterio in the coming near future. Um, another uh, it's just too bad that Okada match is, isn't going to happen because for what for which one what show well because remember uh, the 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 final finals of the G one there was a three there was um it was a three tag match mm -hmm. it was a three man tag match and Rey Mysterio and Okada they started that match together oh, and you could right. tell those dudes had chemistry can you can you imagine giving those guys. 20 minutes because I don't see Rey Mysterio wrestling 30 minute matches <laughs> but um. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. that be great? And it won't happen because stuff. I mean, it's still a possibility. Maybe Okada will get signed to WWE. <laughs> hey, you know you laugh, but that's always a possibility. Yeah, that's why he dropped Gato. I mean, that's uh, just a that's story. A, that's a that's new a story in uh, in of itself. Right Did there. we mention that? No. So yeah. So Okada dropping Gato earlier this week as his as manager. A second, as uh, they might, as they formally say, well, that. they both came to a mutual agreement. Um, yeah, that was the surprising part. You thought like Gato would be like, no, no, Rainmaker, I want to stay with you. Yeah, is that Fucking how he sounds? Scottish. <laughs> no, just... Anyways, yeah, yeah. Um, Rainmaker, so, please yeah. stay. Okada will now be coming out by himself with no second or manager. He has his will. balloons. Yeah, he does have. He's like, imagine the balloons have smiley faces on it. The gang's all here. <laughs> like Spongebob. Um, but uh, as I was saying earlier, um, another luchador we wanted to talk about today is Sin Cara. Sin Cara injured. Um, he'll be uh, out for a while now. Sin Cara has been off TV for a little bit. Uh, kind of the speculation of his health has been up in the air. But earlier this week, Sin Cara sent out a tweet um, in a full medical, medical gown and, of course, his full mask um, saying, quote, this is an English translation. He goes, the body is wise and tells you when to stop. But he also has memory and knows when to return. Um, the WWE po uh, picture was posted with uh, Dr. Jeffrey Dugas. I think he's been done some former WWE stuff too, right? Like he's been on in pictures and stuff before. Dugas or whatever his name is. Sure, why not? Yeah, sure. Uh, who works for uh, Andrew Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center in Birmingham. Al oh, yeah, Alabama. Yeah, that's where they all go to get 
surgery. So yeah, Sin Cara is going to be out for a while. We'll see exactly the diagnosis of exactly what was wrong with him was never stated. May the whole filled, may the whole used up by Sin Cara be fulfilled in a due time, in a timely manner. Yeah, and may he have a speedy recovery because that is a void that's going to be tough to fill for I, one I Sin Cara. What are we ever going to do? What are we going to do? Smackdown's in shambles. But you know who's not going to fill that void? Who? Just incredible. I, he was my first pick, Corey. What well, happened? Uh, pro wrestler Just Incredible earlier, uh, earlier this week was arrested for violating a protective order, which I think is like a restraining order. A protective order. Pretty sure it's like the same thing. Um, it's unclear at this time. If the, uh, oh, sorry, according to authorities in Connecticut, um, Credible was taken into custody Tuesday and currently being held on $7,500 bond. It is unclear at this time whether the 40-40-year-old did to violate a protective order, but there was one issued for his wife last year following a domestic dispute. Uh, Credible's last tweet on Monday evening um, stated, uh, well combing, uh, he wrote, the beginning of... Blood, loss, sacrifice, dreams, and hatred. This has become the new show. I just hatred. I lust. I love lust, hatred, and the dreams. There is a new leg, and nothing is between where clowns. We are just yours. What, what, we are killers what, among men. Welcome the blood, lost, faith, and are, dreams. It's rambling. Are you speak? I was gonna say, are you speaking English right now? You want me to read it again? No. That was long. There is okay, so there is a new leg and nothing in between where clowns where clowns we are just yours, we are killers among men, welcoming the blood lost faith in dreams. And where did he write this? On Twitter, Monday night. Did he there's enough characters? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they updated the whole character thing. I was gonna take this news seriously, but now like now I'm just what the fuck is going on? Remember a couple uh, about a year ago, he had that whole incident at an independent show where he got on the mic drunk and uh, well, somebody grabbed the mic. Seen better days. Now Justin Credible is just in jail. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, best of. I say best of luck to him as just a general person. You know. What was he in WWE? He was that like the Matador. You're now dealing with the X Factor. No, the Matador. Like. I got it. Montoya is something Montoya. What's that freaking name of that jobber? Oh, uh, is something Ricardo Montoya? I, I don't know. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Where uh, he looked like a matador. But he was in the X Factor. I never uh, give yeah, yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> I got everything I ever wanted, but I never get that back. You know, you should have just X tweeted Factor. those lyrics and it would have made just as much sense. <laughs> You're like, wow, dude. You, is he. Uh, and then and we would be talking. We'd be sitting here saying, "Just incredible WWE return." Uh, I mean, best of luck to him, man. Uh, as a person, hopefully, gets the help he needs. Hopefully, Sean Waltman can reach out to him. You know. Yeah. Uh, next up in the news, uh, let's see. Jeff Jarrett files lawsuit against Anthem Sports. I am the chosen one. Uh, I, I can't think of anything. Uh, so Jeff Jarrett <laughs> to reply to that. Jeff Jarrett and Global Force Entertainment Inc. have filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against Anthem Sports and Entertainment. Uh, alleging the GFW merger never went through and Impact has been wrongfully making money off their IP. The lawsuit documents Jarrett and company claim the merger uh, was never officially completed, yet Anthem 
reproduced, distributed, and publicly displayed, offered for sale, and sold the GFW amped uh, content without providing any compensation or royalties for the GFE or for Mr. Jarrett. It's just it just never ends with that company, huh? No, and you, you every time they have a leg up, it seems like they uh, there was good talk the past couple of weeks that they're putting on good shows. I know their ratings started to tank though. Good shows, good shows. Yeah, they were really good shows. Um, but it's it's unfortunate for Impact. They could just never get it together. I mean, same with Jeff Jarrett. Like, didn't he just have like a didn't hey, he just have a stint he's a WWE re- Hall of Famer now? He also had like a stint in rehab like not too long before that. J E double F. <laughs> J A, Jaff. He's Jaff Jarrett. No, oh J E double F. Yeah, I thought you were only. I thought you were only spelling the last name. Hey Jeff. Oh my God, it's Jeff and Jeff. I mean, and Jeff. it's it's a continuing saga of the myriad of problems concerning Impact as a company through thick and thin, throughout of the incarnations of TNA. Damn slab nuts. TN Impacts. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't say much else other than yeah. Yeah, it's it sucks though. It's um, but it does seem like I don't know the exact legal exactly what happened, but it seems like just Jeff Jarrett wants money. For Maybe it. like from a journalistic standpoint, because we are super journalists with very credible on how we operate ourselves, operate ourselves within this new news show. Um, at least we, I have a feeling like maybe like. Through this lawsuit, we're probably going to find out actual metrics on how well Impact is actually doing. Yeah. Uh, maybe the legal documents can like let us know, hey, listen, they're, they're privately owned. We don't really know how well or how much longer this thing can actually last. So if we get those hard numbers, we'll, we can do the math. Yeah, I'm we'll, not going to do the we'll, math. Yeah, no, Someone yeah, else is going to do the uh, math. It sounds like a great idea. You're spearheading that idea, Michael. Um, I'll so bring out my calculator. That's what you need, right? We'll, we'll keep that. We'll keep you guys updated on the new news show here at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Um, let's see. What else we got in the news this week? Uh, sure. Yep. Uh, let's see. Brian Cage has been announced for the all-in show for the over-the-budget Battle Royal. Um, looks like he's going to be taking part of it, sending out a tweet earlier this week. The current card for all-in stands at at this. See NWA World <laughs> uh, NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Nick Aldis defending against Cody, uh, Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell, Pentagon Junior versus Kenny Omega, which I think is going to be match of the night right there. Marty Scroll versus Kazuch- Kazuchika Okada, uh, the Briscoes versus Scorpion Sky and Frankie Kazarian, uh, Madison Rain versus Britt Baker versus Tessa Blanchard versus Chelsea Green, the ROH World Championship. Jay Lethal. Um, defending the win against the winner of the over the budget battle royal and the battle royal itself. So the, no, you're right. No Rey Mysterio uh, listed on here, which is uh, quite odd because I think he st- still said he was. He's all not in. in. Oh, I think he is all in. I think he is in there, dude. Um, but the over the budget battle royal, the participants named are Jordan Grace, Moose, Rocky Romero, Colt Cabana, Ethan Page, Brian Cage, and like I said, Brian Cage will also take part in Chris Jericho's cruise uh, this October. Um, he has challenged any member of the Bullet Club for a match on the cruise. So, all oh, in. Yeah, that cruise. Are you going to go on the cruise? 
I mean, what's the what's I think the creepiest part about know, it was and what's the, what's the girl to guy ratio <laughs> in the Chris Jericho cruise? Oh, we hot babes there, babes. Oh yeah, Dude, it's for those a- for those of you curious, this is my Jericho impersonation. For those of you guys curious, of, hey guys, Chris Jericho. For those who are curious, for the people who signed up, the girl the to the men to women ratio is sixty forty women. That's a lot of bikinis. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot of bikinis. It is. I mean, you know, let's say there's a hundred people and then there's sixty girls. That's a hundred and twenty pieces articles of clothing, because two piece. Maybe one. Maybe there's one. You yeah. got to factor into that too. Yeah, one piece. Dude, those are more elegant. Anyways. But I mean, the fact of the matter is that is a yeah, lot of want, that is go. a lot of bikinis. I didn't want to go. Just Can you like, imagine wrestling in a fucking match in a fucking boat? Can you imagine waking like up getting and seasick? Waking up and watching wrestling right when oh you wake up. No, it's just going to be a big nasty. I don't know. I just it might be fun, but at the same time, it doesn't look like it'll be fun. You see what um, Seth Rollins got interviewed by uh, ah, Sports Illustrated. What did he say? Um, he said uh, the well, the most important thing he said. If I'm pulling this quote from the SportsIllustrated.com article for him when Seth Rollins was promoting SummerSlam. If we're not the guys who can main event WrestleMania, then how are we ever going to be The Rock? How are we going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin? We can't hold on to these guys forever. We just can't. It's That's true. A, that is a good point, Mr. Colby Lopez. You, uh, well, to serve a con- in context, he was asked if he wants to wrestle The Rock, and he said he would rather wrestle Roman Reigns than He's The like, Rock. He's like, fucking let it go, okay? We're not doing it. Also, I'd rather see a or a Roman Reigns Seth Rollins match than a Rock yeah. Seth Rollins match. Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, he's the guy who's got my back. Um, they also yeah, since this up. is since this is kind of like SummerSlam weekend, they are a bunch of interviews are coming out from a number of WWE superstars. Uh, Luke Harper, he was interviewed. I Bludgeoning. I'm 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 uh, I'm tearing this out from wrestlinginc.com. Uh, I'm just trying to get the quote that I want to talk about. It's basically him talking about uh, the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick being pitched to him. Here it is. Luke Harper on Vince pitching the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick to him. Vince said, no, quote, Vince said, we want you to carry these Giants mallet around, unquote. Insanity in my head, I go, man, it's 2018. What are we doing? And that lasted about a fleeting second. And then I said, oh, this is fucking awesome. And I'm just. That's funny. You know, I mean, it, to each his own, I guess, Mr. Luke Harper. I guess. Or more than this, in my opinion. That's uh, a paycheck, dude. You see what Ricochet twi- uh, tweeted out? What did Ricochet tweet out? Um, uh, you're about to find out. Okay. I didn't do so it. So someone... I didn't take out Alistair Black, I swear. So someone replied to a King Ricochet tweet... Okay, so the okay Ricochet, um, he tweeted in two days. Adam Cole finds out who the real ace of WWE NXT really is. Hashtag ooh, one and only. Ooh. And then someone tweeted to him, "Go ace." Uh, parentheses. Sorry, Tanahashi. And then King Ricochet, Ricochet, uh, tweeted. I actually asked Tana if it was okay. I carry on his legacy over here in our universe. He was a great mentor and friend of mine. Aww. I was kind of expecting more news out of that, but go ace. Go ace. G1, man. Go ace. When you really think about the sheer scope of that man's career, like Go he ace. really shouldn't be in a position to win the G1. I'm, I was think I was really thinking about this, like the fact that Hiroshi Tanahashi, a man as old as he is, 
and the the state that he is in mm-hmm. like physically you know he this shouldn't happen like what what i saw in that final finals was i thought what vince probably sees every john cena match in, yeah 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 where it is the ultimate hero overcoming unsurmountable odds no matter what is thrown at him and at the very last second mounts this unsurmountable offense to maintain the victory and i believed every single second of it and hopefully he'll, and in that i say go ace hopefully he'll defend that briefcase against kazuchika he's Okada. going to defend the briefcase he's got he's got defenses coming up he got jay white beat him um he was the only guy who lost it his only loss was to jay white and he got okada to a draw so he's got two matches yeah it's you know who to would, defend um, the briefcase to see who would uh, and they call it a certificate okay okay sorry to see who would headline wrestle kingdom and you got Omega. He lost to Ibushi and Ishii and Toriano. Uh, Toriano. Granted, I don't think he's going to get a defense against yeah. Toriano. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Ricochet. He'll probably. You know what? I want him to become the ace of WWE. Yeah. If and if anybody can be the ace of WWE, it's Ricochet. Yeah. You could put. You could take that to the bank. Uh, from from one uh, former New Japan star to another former New Japan star, AJ Styles. This week. Um, has taken take broken a streak, a streak on SmackDown Live today. That was no a couple days ago. Um, okay. Held by one John Branshaw Layfield, great. Uh, the current now the current WWE champion on SmackDown Live has recently surpassed JBL to become the longest reigning WWE champion on SmackDown at 280 couple days. It was 281 when they sent it out, but it's been a few days after. So let's say 283 by now. Uh, JBL had the belt uh, back on the brand in 2004 when he was a WWE champion for 280 days. Congratulations, AJ Styles. You're c- certainly the face that runs the place. You see what Elias tweeted? Um, who wants to walk with Elias? No. What? This is at 2.34 p.m. at August 16, 2018. So we're a bit, da- we're a bit late on this. WWE management insisted I postpone my solo concert this Saturday in New York City. However, they have given me the opportunity to perform that concert live at SummerSlam. I'm willing to believe that everyone at New York City thinks like me and that no one bought a single fucking ticket off that Gramercy Studio thing. (laughs) No, I don't think tickets were ever for sale, honestly, if you think about it. Um... I was watching the Elias documentary a little bit this morning, and they cut to. I just turned it on right when the scene when he was doing his concert in New Orleans. That place was packed, man. It is New Orleans. What else can you do? There? But it's New York City. I like know, I know, I you know. know. I'm no, there's a ton of shit to do in New Orleans, but that's WrestleMania season. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see what else you got. Hard, I got um, hard like, hard news. Hard hard. Uh, some foolproof news because we can go to. I uh, mean, you know, it's, get the rumors. It's, uh, well, we. I think we should mention the passing of one Aretha Franklin. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know the uh, quote unquote. Well, the Queen of Soul, as Queen of Soul, yeah. as she was called. And I would. And I'm saying I'm I'm saying this on this show because WrestleMania one or two. WrestleMania three. She performed three. America the Beautiful, which apparently. Vince prefers America the Beautiful out of any uh, a national anthem. It's weird. Apparently, he like that's his favorite out of all the national anthems. That's you know that's interesting. Not that there's anything wrong with rocks. it. But uh, yeah, uh, rest in peace, Aretha Franklin. Or, uh, yeah, so yeah. send our condolences to the family and pretty much any anyone who was anyone who uh, listened enjoyed her music. I know I have. Yeah. 
Let's move on. Let's move on to uh, move on to rumors. The rumor rounder. Yeah! Oh, it's time for rumor rounder with rumor rounder Randy. How y'all doing today? Could he at least? Could you at least knock on the door? I, he doesn't do that, dude. He just. Yeah! Oh, okay. Sorry about that. What's going Yee-haw. on? What's what's going on, rumor Randy? How's everyone doing today? Wait, what? Your rumor, Randy? Oh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, we have some rumors today. Uh, a couple things in the Rumor Roundup section, uh, sponsored by Rumor Roundup Brandy. Um, We're getting money out of this guy. <laughs> well, I mean, he wants to sponsor the show, so. Uh, and I can't be mad at him. So is Rousey staying with WWE any longer? Um, what do you think, Michael? Likely or unlikely? Is it likely or unlikely? Likely. It's definitely likely. With an interview earlier this week with ESPN, Rousey, Rowdy, Ronda Rousey states, she goes, I love the way. Uh, more than I love it the way more than I ever thought I would. Rousey said, "We had a set timeline, and now we aren't so sure about it because I love it so much. I guess that's the best thing they could have happened. That um, I would love it so much. It would be so hard to stop. I can see why people have a hard time leaving this industry because it is such a joy to be a part of it every day." So it looks like Rousey is talking about staying a little bit longer, but nothing yeah. official yet. The newsletter ratings went out for the A finals, the, the you know the last four yeah. days. Um, I'm not going to go through all of it, but any five stars? Well, Kato versus Tanahashi got five stars at the of the course. A block final. Bushi versus Omega got five point five. Wow, and. Rightly so. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kota Ibushi got 575. What about Ibushi, Marty Scroll, and Tokyo Pimp versus uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega? Um, I'm trying to find it. Omega 2.75. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's funny. They they didn't even touch each other. Toriyanu. But yet yet that match is still better than some things WWE puts on. Toriyanu versus Tamatanga got a dud. Oh, that's just none? Yeah. Oh. It's not minus five, but that's funny. The elite versus Abushi Skrill and Owens at night seventeen. Yeah, that, that's that, that's got that got one stars. Yeah, they got one star for doing nothing. Come on, man, you got to at least give them credit for what they were trying to do. Huh. Uh, let's see, Naito versus Zack Saber Jr. got four twenty five. For joining me in, uh, yeah. That's all, that's all that's worth it. Now that's all that's see. worth looking at. Another uh, another piece of rumor roundup we have, sponsored by Rumor Roundup Brandy. Um, is is Neville returning to WWE soon, Michael? Likely or unlikely? Is it likely or unlikely? What do you think? Unlikely. In a recent press call... Because uh, he would have done it by now at this point because they're not paying him. I know. That's the, that's the fucked up. I don't, need, I don't know how, how how is that legal, but apparently it is because he's not suing the pants out of them. Mm-hmm. Because of it, um, but it's in a, bad. In a recent press call for NXT Brooklyn 4, the game, the game <coughs> Triple H was asked about the status of Neville. He went on to say that he's not 100% positive um, about the current status of Neville and would need to go back and look into it. However, he did agree that Neville would be a good fit for the UK division and thinks the former Cruiserweight champion is one of the most talented guys in the world. He's one of the most talented guys in the world. Neville is, you know. But yeah, so probably not anytime soon. I hope to see him in New Japan eventually. Anything unlikely, else? Unlikely. Anything else, Michael? Uh, security sweep, security sweep, security, security sweep. sweep, security sweep. Was that it for Rumor Roundup, Randy? Yeah, there's only two pieces of rumor this week. I mean, uh, unless you had some more rumors. I mean, Dean Ambrose came back, but that's not a rumor. He, we saw him in flesh and blood. That's, that's stone cold fact. Billy Gunn is all in. 
that's 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 fact. Billy Gunn, Mr. Ass, the Ass Man. Yeah. He 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 loves to love him. He loves to shove him. He loves to poke him. He loves Dave to- Meltzer. It took him thirty. He he apologized for thirty six minutes. Yep. 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 You you and you listen to this. Mm-hmm. Like was it okay? Was it just the same usual like Meltzer thing where he says? You can tell he's just really nervous. He's choosing his words carefully. He says something for like twenty minutes, and like within the next like the last thirty seconds is actually is the actual point. Oh yeah. Well, the thing is, well no, he but went, the thing. He but went, when I tried to do the, he went on the about uh, about him being felt really bad and how you know he's all su- day he, and, he's su- like I and I believe it and like it's really just you know it's time heals everything I guess people yeah. are gonna forget about it not to excuse it but that's just the way. It works and like waiting. as long as he's as, as long as he apologizes and as long Things as he doesn't do it, you know what he'll probably do it again honestly <laughs> yeah. yeah and I think they said something like they they're gonna say for as much time as they talk on air and as much he writes forty thousand words for about wrestling a week he's gonna say some stupid shit every now and again the first thing he said was I'm completely sorry yes uh, no matter what I went doesn't matter how I said it was wrong. I should not have said what I said. What I meant is something different, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. I feel horrible. When she said, do you want us to starve? It really hit me hard, and I was so mad at myself. Those are the things I hate about the business. And yeah. I, You know, he's, yeah. It's, uh, he, he displays a, ver- a very good amount of self-awareness about the situation, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. matter how, no matter no matter like how much the WWE locker room is not willing to give them the time of day. Like, well, you I get, think a lot of people you get outside those, the you, WWE you, locker room too. You, you get those like, but then you also get those snide comments like minus six stars. Yeah. Uh, I mean, five stars. And he deserves every bit of it. Like he really does. Like, I'm sorry. Like I'm not going to yeah, like get yeah. into it and say like, he deserves to be taken off the air. No, he deserves to have people tweet at him and say, dude, what the fuck was that? No. And considering the amount of influence that guy has, exactly, it's not like us saying something on the air. Like, if anything, it really says about like his actual like legacy as a quote unquote wrestling journalist. Mm-hmm. You know, where you know he disappointed a lot of people, and he knows it. And the fact that the people all the way at the top on the highest level are saying stuff, and you know, WWE, you have Seth Rollins sending stuff out. So negative six stars, you know, minus five stars. All right, let's see. I think that's it for this week. I think that's the new news show. There's a GIF image of Ronda Rousey. Uh, I'm just going through Squared Circle, by the uh, way. Show, show the fans. I'm not, I can't. I know, it's a radio show. Uh, Sorry, it's not a radio show and a podcast at the same time. Daniel Bryan, yeah, he's uh, signing. Uh, all right, guys. Pretty much it. All right, let's see. Before we get out of here today, let's give out some birthday wishes. Let's tell you where to go to see some shows this weekend. I'm going to start out with birthday wishes this week. This Today is Friday, August 17th. We have the one, the 36th birthday of one, uh, Alicia Flash. Um, yeah, she's a, a female indie star. Also, today is one, the birthday of one, Soraya Jade Bevis, better known to everyone else as Paige. <laughs> the 26th birthday of Paige. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, August 18th, turning 59 years old, born in 1959, we have one, Tom Pritchard. I love you. Wait, Tom? Pr- that's Bruce Pritch- Pritchard. Wait, who's Tom Pritchard then? Somebody. Well, look it up. Help me so out here. Bruce Pritchard's brother, I guess. Uh, let's see. Um, so Tom Pritchard, I don't know who, who that is. Uh, I thought that was, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, but Sunday, August 19th. But he has a podcast, too, though. That's the crazy part. <laughs> he's retired. Uh, he's the brother. Yeah, he's the brother of Chris and Bruce Pritchard. There we go. 
So he, but I mean, that's maybe that's what Bruce Pritchard would say that, to exactly to his Tom brother. Pritchard. His brother. May, yeah, no, th- it all comes back now. You were just doing a Bruce Pritchard impersonation of what he would say. I was pretending you were Tom Pritchard and I was Bruce. Okay, yeah, I completely fucked this up, Corey. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> but Sunday, August nineteenth, we have four birthdays we celebrate. Turning thirty-seven years old, or I'll sorry, I'll start with the youngest. Turning twenty-three years old. We'd like to start them young, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh God. Oh no. We're <laughs> gonna. I, I'm sorry. I completely apologize. I'm completely sorry. No, uh, don't worry. <laughs> uh, Velveteen Dream also. Also known as Patrick Clark Jr. turns 23 years old, born in 1995. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tom Horner turns 59 years old, born in 1959, another 5959. Uh, turning 37 years old t- uh, on Sunday is one Nicholas McNeil, also known as Percy Watson. Oh, yeah. Was that his thing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He had the red glasses. I always, I always remember him for the red glasses yeah. and that gif of him just like, like cringing. You ever see that gif? Just him cringing? Yeah, I'll no. send it to you. Uh, turning 52 years old on Sunday is one Lillian Garcia. Happy birthday, Lillian, Lillian Garcia. Um, and on Monday... Mr. looking down upon her saying, happy birthday, Lillian Garcia. <laughs> on Monday, August 20th, Oh, we have sure. a couple birthdays we have to get, uh, give out. First off, turning 48 years old is one duped the dumpster, Drozzy, turning 48. He stole Macho Man Randy Savage's hat. He did. Uh, Byron Saxon turns Wait, 37. Wait, no, that's that's not... Yeah, I'm that's sure not. he did at a certain point. No, he didn't. Actually, that's, that's the, repo, know that. the Repo Man re- did that. Re- 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 repo the man. Repo Man did that. Um, turning 37 years old, Byron Saxon. Um, Nick Miller of The Mighty turns 33 years old. And... Not Tori Wilson, but Tori Yano. No, not Tori Yano. <laughs> Just Tori. <laughs> Tori Yano. Tori turns fifty-four years old today. I don't, do you remember Tori? It took me a remember to remember her. Yeah, no, she I was do the one that like she was the one with Kane. Kane and X Pac, and, and like they pretty much like joked about Kane's dick being burnt off. Yeah. Uh, but this <laughs> weekend, <laughs> if you want to go see some shows in Northern California, here's your chance to go do so. Or you know, not in Northern California. There's some other shows too. Uh, but Friday, uh, August, that's tonight, August 17th, we have All Pro Wrestling presenting Sucker Free at the All Pro Wrestling Arena, and that's at Pachili Event Center, 145 Lake Merced Boulevard in Daly City, California. Um, and tomorrow, Saturday night, uh, not a whole lot of wrestling shows going on, but we do have the Total Wrestling Federation presents Winner Take All. This is at 3522 Stockton Boulevard in Sacramento, California. It starts at 7 p.m. and goes all the way until 10 p.m. We also have PWR, Pro Wrestling Revolution, King City in Salinas Valley Fairgrounds. That's at 625 Davidson Street, King City, California. That's at 93, uh, sorry, yeah, King, yeah, uh, 625 Division Street. Um, also, if you are in the, uh, the New York area and you can get a ticket, Go check out NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. That's at 620 Atlantic Oh, yes, that small independent (laughs) wrestling show, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Well, what other show can we can we attend in New York City? Uh, well, you can go see SummerSlam on Sunday, but if you if you're in San Francisco, okay. you can go see Hood Slam. You're across the fucking country. I didn't write this one down because I couldn't find it, but I know it's happening this weekend. It's like sexy anime fun time. Wait, what day? Sunday at oh. 3 p.m. three to six uh, Hood Slam at the Oasis in San Francisco, California. At the same time as they did it last time during Extreme Rules too. I told them next time to just. Uh, to maybe um, after the show bring up the screen and then they can do their commentary. That'd be pretty cool. But what do you mean bring up the screen? Like put a screen up and then play SummerSlam and then Nate Hood Slam could do commentary. Why? W- the- okay, you get the Hood Slam commentators. 
doing WWE commentary. Yeah, that's, pre- that's thought- a that's a copyright nightmare. Yeah, they don't have to show the. They don't uh, have to show anything. It's an alternate. Yeah, but then what? Then, then what are you doing in Hood Slam? Then, like, what is? Then what's the point of doing anything in Hood Slam if you're just gonna watch SummerSlam there? I don't know. All right, guys. Um, I guess that's it. All right, I got my I got my weekend plans going sorted out. I'm going to Hood Slam to watch SummerSlam. <laughs> no, don't want. You can't do that. I'm, going to dub, I'm also going to head home and. Uh, Go to play some WWE 2K19. Go to create a wrestler so I can create Tori Yano. Tori Wilson Yano. <laughs> All right, guys. From City Wrestling Radio for the new, new show. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you next week for either a hangover or a raw reviewer. Follow me back in the KCSF studio. But we'll see, see you on the other side of SummerSlam. It's a t- good vibration. They won't let us play the actual song. Just a crazy sensation. All right. See you guys, bye.